0: This is Wandering Wanders, two ordinary guys
1: wondering about extraordinary things.
0: Gosh. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to be really still in this blanket. I'm, I'm gonna
0: have to be really still in this it's rocking hard. chair. The new setup is a noisy one. <laughs> oh my it's, it's
1: gosh. Just... There's a lot of, it's a new room, new year, new, new year, room, bigger room, new podcast, new season, new same podcast. season,
0: same podcast. We have a new guest though. Just kidding. Uh, no, that I, was, so I, like, I got them all excited. Uh, I got them all excited. Got to find another microphone.
1: <laughs> uh, shoot. Oh gosh.
0: And we are back
1: folks. <laughs> We're, We're back.
0: back. <laughs> We're really back.
1: Uh, it's by, only been three, four, five, four months.
0: Four, five, three, two, one month. It's only been
1: a span of time.
0: It's been a span of time. We've missed you. Uh, we are back yeah. by what I would say is unpopular demand, because nobody really asked right. us to come back. Well,
1: I wouldn't say it's unpopular so much as because of no demand. <laughs> lack of <laughs> lack of demand. Due to
0: lack of demand, we're back. Okay? Actually,
1: lack of demand.
0: <laughs> nobody said, man, you really have to do a season two. Actually,
1: actually. <gasps> I was talking to my mom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was talking to my mom, and she said... You can always count on mom. ...that Jacob, my little brother, was asking whether or not we were going to continue the podcast. Wow. Shout out to Jacob.
0: Yes, Jacob. Our one and
1: only listener.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think there was people who I told, like, yeah, I think we're going to keep going. But I I brought it up because I was excited about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have a podcast. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I've listened to that. Like, oh, oh, what's your favorite episode? Ah, didn't you do, um... Yep. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, cool, it's all I'm right. Just in this conversation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right, we don't need <laughs> listeners to, to know that we are good enough to have a podcast. <laughs> That's
1: right, there's tears rolling down my lips.
0: Weeping, like a, like a child.
1: Like a grown Bitter man.
0: agony. <laughs> oh my gosh, but yes, we are back, as Joseph said, new room, same podcast. Uh, you moved down the hall a full like 3 4 rooms.
1: That's right. It's it's a whole new world.
0: That's true. And I live on a different floor now.
1: And and my old room, actually next oh, next door to your that's true. to your previous <laughs> Yeah, room. that's You're true. Really making moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're just staying in this neighborhood just bouncing up and down the stairs. Yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of alright with it though cuz it's kind of a loud hallway down here. This year. it's it's
1: a little it's a little toasty down here.
0: To, Toasting and by, by auditory sense, yes. <laughs> okay. Toasty to
1: my ears. <laughs> okay. To my body, it's very cold. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you
0: keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's on purpose. We have temperature control. It's yes. hot outside.
1: <laughs> it is, and it's freezing in here. But I get to wear blankets. It's a strange. Oh my it's a gosh. Weird, yep.
0: Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. There we go, folks. Joseph is in a blanket right now,
1: and long pants,
0: <laughs> and long pants, and I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. I'll admit I'm a little chilly, but I'll never admit that. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
1: he says admitting. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Do you want a blanket?
0: We should. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, nah. Are oh, you sure? Like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I think okay. I'll probably be like teeth chattering by the end because it's like the Arctic tundra in here, <laughs> but.
1: Get a sweatshirt. Ah, uh,
0: no, that's all right. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. All right. Uh, so we should probably start. Um, I actually forgot. Do we start with the prayer or with the question and then the prayer?
1: Question, then prayer.
0: Okay. Cool. 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 So my question, partially to educate our listeners, mm-hmm. and partially because I am actually interested. What that's was? <laughs> <laughs> what was the most fun thing? That happened to you, slash, you did this summer. Pinnacle
1: of fun. The pinnacle of fun this summer. Oh, this summer. Not in yeah. your whole life. Okay, that's great. Thank you for <laughs> pairing that one down.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <my> <laughs> <whole slide. laughs>
1: uh, honestly, playing volleyball with monks in Mexico.
0: Ah, man, yep. just the just the sound of it. Yep. <laughs> pretty so awesome.
1: There was one day where my vocations director. Uh, came to visit and see the program and in
0: Mexico. You were in, in Mexico all oh, this time. Oh yes. I was in yep.
1: Mexico on a Spanish immersion from June until August. And our vocations director came down to Mexico to see the program because it was a pilot program and he wanted mm. to see if it was, you know, actually doing what it said it was supposed you, to be. I thought you said make.
0: pile up program, and I was like, hmm, I'm trying to think in my head, like I'm pretending what I know what that means. Yes. Then I realized it was pilot. Ah. Pilot program. Yes, this okay. This like
1: a syrup versus syrup thing. Oh my gosh. Um, it's syrup. <laughs> don't insult me. So anyways, he came to see the program, and he got to the monastery in the middle of monk volleyball mm. seminary in time, and it was great because we have this he is a very tall uh, southern Alabama man gets out of this you know tiny car and he comes down in clerics to play volleyball and none of the monks are like in habits or anything and he's playing in clerics and they're just like amazed by the fact that <laughs> he's playing in clerics and uh, so we have our Mexico versus Los Estados Unidos ah Los Estados Unidos we lost, but we competed well that day. Wow. Wow. And, uh, you did was, great honor to our country. He was assimilated well into the community. Um, we learned so much slang and laughed so much. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. Wow. So nice. Mexican volleyball, Mexican, Mexican monk, volleyball. Mexican volleyball.
0: monk volleyball. That's Very right. specific. Wow. Good. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Like I said, just the name of it, Mexican <laughs> monk volleyball. That's right. You can make a show just on that, but all right, my turn. Uh, most fun thing I did this summer, I actually did a lot of fun things this summer. It was the boat. It, okay, it's definitely boating, but it actually <laughs> wasn't our boat. I oh, definitely nice. considered All right. water skiing on our boat, but we went on a lake trout adventure looking for deep water lake trout mm-hmm. like 90 feet down. On
1: someone else's boat? On a
0: giant, not, well, okay, for me it was giant, a sailboat. A sailboat oh, nice. big enough to live on that our friend has. Yeah, and so we went out because he lived closer to this part of the lake that's a lot deeper, and we had tried and failed miserably many times near <laughs> closer to our house. So we went out on the sailboat, and uh, Simon actually hooked up a lake trout, and nice. phew, it was very exciting. We did not land the lake trout nor well, ever see it, that's, but that's he, why hooked I when you said he hooked it. I, was like, well, I,
1: that means he I it tried it. so
0: much this summer and did uh, not catch a single lake trout, but I'm only a lot little of summers, salty. though. Got plenty of lures, man. But yeah, so we just like went out. There's just like it was me, my brother, two of our good friends, and it was just a good group of guys. And we just like went out on the sweet sailboat and fished, and then just talked about life. Had real just good, like real conversation, and and I love that. And while we're sitting there talking, I'm driving the sailboat. We we were motoring back because we had to get back. That's and uh, and there's, like, no light pollution because we're in the middle of the lake, mm-hmm. Lake Champlain, which is the sixth largest freshwater lake in the country, so it's big. And you're just shooting stars everywhere. That's and, awesome. and, oh, gosh, gosh, it was just so good. So good. Very fulfilling, very fun. But, yeah, definitely. Well, you know, I would say definitely. I had a lot of other high points, but that That's was definitely. I'll go with that. It was awesome. All righty. Well, why don't we start with a prayer and let's get into please. it, man. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Come Holy Spirit, teach us how to pray. God, we thank you so much for all that we learned this summer. We ask that you help to really embed it in our hearts. Prepare us for this year to be led by your Spirit to love as we are called to love with the fullness of our being. We ask this through the intercession of our Mother Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed, blessed. art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Amen. Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now Amen. and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Alrighty. How are you feeling about this year?
1: At the moment, a little daunted. <laughs> yeah, very little, daunted. A little daunted. 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 Gosh. Um, yes. Wait, so this is our first week of class? Yep. And... We haven't had to turn anything in yet. Well, we've turned stuff in. You should have. We've not had anything graded yet. (laughs) Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, And we haven't been through like a full normal week. Yeah. So everything seems really intimidating at the moment.
0: Yeah. That definitely always happens when you look at the whole syllabus, too. And you're uh, like, I have to do all of this today? You're like, oh, wait, yeah. it's not today. It's I actually 100 semester. days. Yes, Literally, yes. so. Is it, is it, like, exactly 100 mm, days? Yeah,
1: plus or minus.
0: <laughs> it's exactly 100 days, plus or minus 20.
1: You know, plus or minus, uh, give or take.
0: <laughs> good. A, All right, good. Well. How uh, are
1: you feeling about the semester?
0: Daunted. Uh, no, that's intimidated. What I said. That's also uh, what That's <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: You know, honestly, I... I I'm feeling, at this point in seminary, I'm like, I'm always worried at this point in the semester. That's and I fair. always make it through. So also, fair. I'll probably make it through. If God wants me to, then I'll do it. I might be a little bit annoyed about it sometimes and upset at the amount of work I had to do. That's because I'm lazy. But that's fair. You know? Yes. So, looking forward to the semester, I am filled with hope. Pop quiz. What are the three, <laughs> three logical virtues?
1: Faith, hope, and love.
0: Nailed it. So good. All right. If anybody didn't know that, you failed. That was a quiz for the whole podcast.
1: I'll admit my entire My heart stopped there for a moment. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what is English?
0: <laughs> no, what? I d- 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 Oh, man. Yeah, so faith, hope, and love. Tonight, I'd like to talk about hope. Uh, so... What comes to your mind when you think of hope? What, what, is, what do you think of when you think of hope?
1: Sunrises. Oh, doc,
0: so good.
1: Why is that what you, you were going to say? No, but
0: as soon as you said <laughs> it, I was like, absolutely. <laughs> that, like when I think of hope, I think that might be what I think of, but I was, uh, I don't know, trying to think further than that. Okay, sunrises. Yeah. Why sunrises?
1: Um, well, I mean, I think it's, well, it's for one, it's a very biblical image. You know, Christ is the rising sun. Yeah. Uh, kind of, he who dispels the darkness. And then when you talk about like hope, usually it's in the face of darkness. So light that dispels the darkness is, you know, the the image of hope is kind of looking towards the light, either while in darkness or in the face of darkness. Or, um... yeah. So I guess I. I'm thinking particularly of our chapel in the mornings, in the fall. Oh, I know exactly. Uh, The the sun comes up and the rays go through the stained glass windows. Um, And if there's adoration in the morning, they hit the monstrance in a really, really beautiful way. And that image particularly is one that I think of when I think of hope. Mm.
0: I like you, you... You contrasted hope, which is not necessarily something I would have thought of, but hope to you is opposed to darkness. What is hope to you?
1: you, um, What do you mean you wouldn't have contrasted it?
0: Well, I I just think hope is... uh, I I don't think you're wrong about contrasting it. I don't think I'm wrong either. But 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 I see how it (laughs) is. No, I just think I would have gone with more of like the just purely the, the striving rather than the, uh, I'm making a slappy away <laughs> motion. The not ne- striving? Neglection? <laughs> the, ne- the, the,
1: the negation? Uh,
0: negation, I guess, of the, the negative. I am thinking think of just the, like, like, c- c- cut the line, you know, virtue is the, the mean of two extremes. Like, I'm, honestly, I was kind of just forgetting one extreme and just being like, okay, we gotta shoot for
1: okay, yeah. hope, I guess.
0: Um, so you said darkness was all that hope really was... What do you mean by... What is hope opposed to? What's the opposite of hope?
1: Hopelessness. <laughs> I, thought you, <laughs> I thought you might say <laughs> that. I thought you might <laughs> Oh, my Despair, God. Despair. Actually, yeah. despair. Yeah, hopelessness despair. is a cop-out. Despair. Yeah. Is there um, a
0: difference between hopelessness and despair?
1: Uh, I think hopelessness would be a really a lack of hope as opposed to despair as a, like the state of no hope so a lack versus none
0: yeah okay i yeah now
1: i that i
0: now i see i think i see uh, the difference i would have thought of hope as opposed to hopelessness the cop out version yes um but i think you're right if you oppose hope to despair then it really is driving away the darkness it's 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 pushing off of despair and leaping into the sun, leaping into the light. Um, but I think that's where the difference was, was I was just like, yeah, not hope is the opposite of hope. Mm-hmm. But despair is so much deeper and darker and more painful. It's darker. And, yep, yep. Because to me, despair is like a lack of like, worth and dignity. Hope is almost like, yeah, I don't necessarily hope for good, but that doesn't mean I can't be good. Whereas despair is like nothing is good.
1: Yeah, because I guess what I'm thinking of is like I can feel hopeless about something, but it's, I mean, even the word, it's like hope exists even in the phrase, right? So it's a hopelessness. There is yeah. less hope. Yeah, Despair is there's no hope.
0: Well, I think that dis- both both I have despaired hope, of hope. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think both hope and despair... They really require motion. They can't be stagnant. Like, for example, St. Paul says we must have a living hope. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love that phrase because, like, what makes it alive? It's growth. It's moving. It's adapting. It's, you know, like, yes, there's bad things that happen. And like, okay, maybe something good that you were hoping for didn't happen. But if we have a living hope, our hope is not dead. It doesn't just say, okay, well, that <laughs> didn't work. It's yeah. like, okay, moving around this. I still have hope. I have hope for something else now. I have hope for something further. Hope that this happens. And it's got this, con- it's, it's a living thing. But I think despair is also very much a living thing. It creeps and, and it, you flow downwards. Into the Mm. darkness of like, you don't necessarily just sit in despair, you dive into despair and it it gets worse and deeper and penetrates more of your life. Um, So I think that, yeah, both of them really require a, a movement in the sense of the Christian life, the journey going forward. Okay, so the opposite of hope is just there. <laughs> So well, we got that gleeful topic. <laughs> <so laughs> why do you
1: why do you bring up hope?
0: Why do I bring up hope? Because we're at the beginning of the year. Yes. And and I love hunting.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna connect this. I'm gonna connect.
0: Okay. Please talk about Elk. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I, had, I got in a long conversation with Simon, my brother tonight. About hey, whether, Simon. Hey, Simon. Shout out. Um, uh, whether or not we should go elk hunting or duck and goose hunting up in Canada. I'm leaning towards the elk, I'll be honest, because it's much more of an adventure. And he was like, yeah, it's going to be awesome, but it's also going to be terrible. Because, like, you're, we're going to camp in the snow in the mountains of Colorado where you can't yes. really breathe well. And even if we get an elk, we have to carry it like six miles out.
1: Well, cold doesn't affect you, so it's it's okay. (laughs) That's so true. I forgot about that. (laughs)
0: Um, But, uh, okay, anyways, I love hunting. (laughs) And one of the biggest reasons I love hunting is because it's a practice of hope. You do not go into the woods if you don't think that within the next 30 seconds something could happen. Well, maybe you think it's a little longer than that, but like I think it's a little longer for the <laughs> most part. For me, it's thirty <laughs> yeah, seconds. <sorry>. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I could, I could find them on the way in. <laughs> Just, yeah, right there. But then. like, but like, you don't get out of bed yeah. unless you have some yeah. hope, and then you don't sit. You never oh, you you've been turkey hunting, but you don't sit and wait with nothing happening unless you have hope yeah. that at any minute something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I love hunting not, not for like the killing because of the, I love it for the pursuit And the thing I love about the pursuit is the hope and what does that have to do with the school year <laughs> what does that have to do with hope why are we talking about it we're at the beginning
1: mm-hmm.
0: we, we wouldn't be here if we did not hope that something good is going to happen now, our time frame is a lot longer than hunting. <laughs> I can handle a lot more something good is not happening at seminary yes. than with hunting. But I think that, that you know, that's an aspect of, of human life that I would say is you know, highlighted by the church. It's one of the cardinal virtues. Mm-hmm. Why would you say, out of, out of all of the virtues, why did the church, and when I say church, I mean like all the church, because St. Paul really starts it. Why did they see hope as something to, to hold up as a cardinal virtue? a Theological virtue, a cardinal virtue, higher than all of the other virtues are faith, hope, and love. But we're going to focus on hope.
1: Oh, why do I think that?
0: Why do you, why? Now, why do you think that? Why do you think the church thinks that? I need you to think with the mind of
1: the church okay, right well, now. With the mind of the church, <laughs> I think... Along with the church. <laughs> that probably because without hope, there's no way a Christian could actually live a Christian life. Hmm. We would despair of our imperfections so quickly hmm. that we would lose faith. And yeah, despair of hope. And just, I, I guess... Uh, yeah, I think everything falls apart if you don't live when with a sort of worldview centered on hope. So.
0: How, how does the worldview centered on hope hold it together? What does hope change? How does the world look different with hope?
1: Well, because like, you know, with Jesus Christ comes the realization that at any moment someone could, someone could encounter God in a new way and convert, that they could hmm. re-encounter Christ Um, and so hope is the means through which like that happens and so you know even for me like and and I know for you and for every Christian like every Christian who's striving after Christ perfection itself you know following his command to imitate him is going to fail and is going to fail repeatedly and is going to Mm -hmm. like get frustrated at the fact that they're striving for perfection and are st- imperfect. <laughs> and so it's mm. like, either you despair of the fact that, you know, you're, yeah, you despair of your hope um, that Christ can actually change your heart and make, make growth happen. Um, or you sort of lean into it and you say, mm. Lord, you can. Like, actually, it's, it's in my imperfection that your mercy has a means to be shown to the world and Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh yeah that i mean like that i can have the hope that you want to encounter me in a new way and that that i can be you know different that i can um sort of be another christ huh. in a way that no one else could be, or ever could be, Uh, Mm. and I think hope is the means through which that, like, that I, anyone that I can, like, get up out of bed and say, all right, I'm doing it again, you know, like, (laughs) we're going to try again, we're going to try again, I didn't see anything yesterday, or I, you know, I took my shot and I missed, or, you know, Hmm. I mean, what is sin if, uh, historically, it's understood as missing the mark, right? Yeah. I mean, the hunting analogy is perfect. (laughs) <laughs> right like like if if we're looking at life and sin is missing the mark then we're like getting up every day and we're going out on the hunt and when we sin we're missing the mark and, and we wake it. up and we choose to go out again hmm. you know and keep the hunt on and at any moment you know that you could something could totally change. I think that's a, that's a fantastic analogy. Hmm. But I think hope's what ties all that together. So. Yeah,
0: wow. You said a lot of good things
1: there. It was a long answer. Uh, so. It was a long
0: answer, but it was very good. I, well, I, I think one thing, just to highlight, hope that, and you said something like, my failures can show the mercy of Christ. Something like that Christ can work through that. Yeah. That's crazy. That's <laughs> like, insane. Yeah. That's insane to think. Like I, I, all I want is to be perfect and not sin. Yeah. You know, that that's what yeah. that's what I want. Yeah. I'm striving so hard, and that's what God wants. Yeah. It's for me to strive so hard. He doesn't ask you like you to be perfect right now. Pretty much, he asks you to to strive to be perfect. Although he does say be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect, but it's understood from a striving perspective. So the fact that like this is the Christian life to strive, and we fail. Always, we yep. we we always fail. There's
1: no way not to.
0: There's no way not to fail. Yeah. But like, okay, this is what we're shooting for. We fail, and God's like, now look how good this can be. That's insane. Yeah. That is, yeah. That is awesome, and I I love that. Uh, that I mean. One of the things uh, I that separates. Cycle between loving and hating it. <laughs> that's <laughs> <It's>, true. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's really what you're it not wrong there. So. You're not wrong there. Okay. But yeah, the other thing I, I really like, you're really sticking to this opposition thing of like yeah. hope is very opposed to uh, despair, to darkness. It, it, I mean, it has to be like, how yeah. is
1: Christ the light of the world if there's if he's not the light in the face of darkness? Mm. Otherwise, he's just nothing. Yeah, like it. The image always has the contrast.
0: Yeah. So, like, did Adam and Eve have hope before the fall? Did they need hope? This is one of those things like mercy. Mercy is a love that only exists with sin. It's an aspect of love that we cannot find if there is no failure in sin. Is hope the same way?
1: Well, we haven't actually talked about that. What is the end of hope? What is the end of hope?
0: Mm -hmm. That is a great question. Yeah, Eli. What's the end of hope? Oh, man. The end of hope. I'm going to tell a slight story that I hope everyone knows, but I doubt they do. (laughs) Samwise Gamgee and Frodo Baggins... Are on, on the crags of doom on the, uh, on the side of the mount mount doom those people? okay they're from lord <laughs> of the rings if you don't know that you need to learn cuz it's the greatest story since the bible but because it pretty much is the Bible. but anyway um so they're on they're trying to destroy the ring and they've walked through mordor and the movie does not demonstrate, as well as the book, how terrible Mordor is. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so thirsty. They find a little river, and they, like, take a sip, and it's, like, foul, rotten water, and it's horrible, and there's sulfur everywhere, and it's hot, and just everything is terrible. And they've been on this journey forever, and they're finally, they're, like, halfway up the mountain. And once they get to the top, they can destroy the ring. And Frodo falls down. And Sam just, like, crawls up to him. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie. So they did such a good job at this. And Sam just, like, crawls up to him. Sam can't go on anymore either. And he just holds Frodo. And Frodo's like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it, Sam. And Sam's like, it's okay. Or something like that. And then, uh, but then they're just sitting there. Just, like, sitting in this terrible situation. This misery. Mm-hmm. And Sam says, "Do you remember the taste of strawberries, Mister Frona?"
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the and like the the smell of the Brandywine River. He, he just he describes the Shire.
1: Yeah, he
0: describes the home that they left behind to come here to save the world. Like they left behind this perfect world that had all, zero trouble, pretty much. Zero problems besides, like, relatives being annoying. They left it all behind. They're sitting in this terrible spot. And Sam remembers home. And he he reminisces on it with Frodo. And then he says, I can't carry it for you, Mr. Frodo. But I can carry you. And he picks him up and puts him on his shoulders. It's awesome. And he carries him. But he goes from not being able to go on and saying, yeah, okay, we're just going to die here pretty much. This is all right. And he remembers home. And he he remembers that this is not the end. We didn't come here to die here. Because the whole story, Sam has kept enough rations to get back to the Shire. He's like rationing so they have Mm -hmm. enough food to get home. So what is it we hope for? I think Tolkien gives us an incredible image with Samwise Gamgee. That what we hope for it's to get back to the home that we left.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for us, the, the real end of that, it's heaven. Yeah, we're made, We were made for this perfect union with God. And it was lost in the fall. And it, was, it wasn't actually completely perfect. It's a whole theological thing, which is awesome. We were made to strive for more. But, um, but we lost this relationship with God. And now we're trying to get back. We're not trying to just defeat sin here. We're not trying to just overcome the darkness. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, we have to overcome the darkness. But we have to get back to the end, to the ultimate light. And that's heaven. That's the end goal. Like you said, the Christian life is not possible without hope. Because it's... It's hard. It's really hard to be Christian. But if we forget where we're going, if we get caught up in this world, then what are we doing? This is not enough for us. This is never going to be good enough. I mean, look at all the famous people who are not satisfied, who have everything yeah. of this world. Like, it's never going to be enough. So we need that hope to get back to where we left. It's like uh, my sister has this book of quotes, uh, which is awesome. And one of them, uh, It goes something like, uh, what is it? Faith gives me the strength to carry on. Love gives me the road to walk on. But hope gives me the reason to go in the first place.
1: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what what does hope look like to you then? What does hope look like to me? Yeah, I didn't hear your answer. Hope... Oh, I didn't give it. <laughs> but no well, hope I to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: when I, so one, one time when I was a missionary, I watched The Third Lord of the Rings with yes. that scene in it. And uh, like the next day we had Holy Hour and I just prayed with the whole time. And I, I really kind of asked myself this question. What is it that I'm striving for? What am I trying to get to? And uh, I've actually talked about this before on the podcast and the time event mm-hmm. uh, or the time podcast but. Hope is in the cabin in the woods with a fire going. And I walk in, and it's just like a snapshot, just a peek of heaven, of just everyone I love somehow fitting in this cabin, which is like the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside (laughs) than on the outside. Somehow fitting in this cabin, just this snapshot of like the warm glow, almost like a sunrise, but from the fire. Mm-hmm. Just bathing everyone like and everybody just stopped, paused and like this perfect laugh. And yeah, just, just perfect. And like when I think of hope, that's what I think of. Like everyone I love living in that perfect moment of joy forever. Hmm. That's what I, that's what I think of when I think of hope.
1: I like it. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um... One one uh one more thing. So, uh, yeah. how do you think hope relates to presumption? Because I think that they could uh, be be confused at times. Someone could say, "Whoa, don't
1: be presumptuous, easy killer." Don't be presumptuous. Well. I think presumption would imply that you, you think you deserve something. Hmm. So, yes. So what does hope imply then? I don't, I don't think we ever, uh, like hope isn't ours, right? Like we're given hope. Mm -hmm. Um, Presumption is like, that's mine. And I deserve that. Mm. Uh, yeah I, th- I think they're similar in the sense like that they give similar like I don't know maybe that there's desire you see something that's good and yeah. um, and are desirous of it but one is like I think turned in on itself or you're ten- turned in on itself you're ten- turned in on yourself <laughs> uh, and then the other one is like inherently oriented outwards or, oriented towards heaven, yeah.
0: Mm, I like that. Can definitely get behind that. It's good. So, why, um,
1: why do you ask? Why do I ask? Because I've never heard. Like, I never would have thought to put those two together. Well,
0: uh, you're just like okay, what what do we hope for? Things that we 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 are we. Paul says something about faith and fulfillment. I don't. Know. And, <laughs> I don't know the Bible, but anyways, um, like we hope for things that. We kind of, when we hope for them, we expect them to happen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and when we presume something, when we're presumptuous, we expect it to happen. And so, like it's, it almost uh, okay. has the same end. So really, kind of, what's the difference? But I think that you you touched on it with like, hope is an outside of yourself. It's 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 saying that this is a gift. I hope that this happens. I know. I no, I know. Well, yeah. Like I, I know this is going to happen because God is so good mm-hmm. that like this will be given to me. I, I trust in this. I hope for heaven not because I earned it, but because God loves me enough to bring me there. Whereas presumption is like, I know I'm going to go to heaven because I tried really hard, and I. I, I did everything I could and I'm really good
1: and like you said it's curved in on yourself do you think it's common for people to be presumptuous instead of hopeful Um, I think it can definitely get confused yeah.
0: especially I would say in the Christian life of like uh, for example I pray a lot yeah if I pray a lot I'm hopeful that I will become holier. But you can definitely have the presumption that if I pray a lot, it is because mm. of my effort yeah. that I will be holier. Yeah. I will know more about God, and you've curved in on yourself. And I don't think that you know it's not trying, and people I think are you know doing it almost from a sense of hope. It's the desire to hope for what is good. Yeah. But uh, if it's not a gift, like. Yeah, I can be confident that if I pray more, I will grow in love and holiness mm-hmm. because of the goodness of God. Because I'm opening my my not heart to of Him, yeah. not because I've earned more of God's life in me or something. Hmm. So I think that it does it does happen. Um, the other thing that's and I, a
1: good question. Yeah, I, I've yeah I've, I've never thought yeah, about this too I, before. Yeah, it
0: just kind of has the same ends. Uh, the other thing is just kind of I don't know this. In my head, this was related to presumption, but now that I'm about to say it, I don't think it is, but, <laughs> um, but I've, I, I'm sure you've heard this mentality before, too, uh, of, well, if you don't expect good things, then you'll never be let down, so you shouldn't expect good Super things.
1: Super defeatist, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> Super defeatist.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um I think that that was how I lived about eight years of my life.
0: Really? Yeah. Just not expecting good things.
1: Well, it's it's like the I can't hurt if I don't feel kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, oh.
1: well, if – or you can't lose if you don't play. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really the, really the mentality. That's just the, the
1: – Expectations. And you know what? Like I I think that is very much so the hmm I think that mentality among men in our culture is probably what is the most emasculating thing that's happening Ooh, to our generation. Wow. So bold statement. Bold statement. Yeah, what? I think the the mentality that I can't lose if I don't play uh is Essentially, what our society is trying to tell men is is what what they have to live. Wow. Um, either to feel guilty about themselves, or to be so like disengaged from things that they can't be like you just aren't allowed to be a man kind of thing. Well, shoot. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that's that's a bit of a pivot, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really defeatist, and a lot of that's implied, like. In our culture as the easiest solution is that I can yeah. disengage and by disengaging, I don't have to deal with the problems and that's problems for other people. And I mean, I think what's inherent in the Christian man is that, you know, like his problems are the problems that are around him that mm. he actually has the ability to, to lean into and put effort into. Yeah. yeah. Not like the whole world's problems, but. The problems around him. Yep. It's his job yep. to fix them. That's yeah. that's like the most masculine thing that he can do is to to put himself out there. Yeah, uh, and to fix the problems that he identifies that he has the ability to yeah. to, to fix. I
0: think um, um, I think you're right. I think there's a slight danger in that of making people problems to fix. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah, sure. but there's, uh,
1: there's a lot of nuances. Yeah, leave. I don't think sure. you should that, but but yeah. Um, but, so I say that. Sorry. To finish or wrap up that thought. Um, Because of that, I think men often encounter hope uh, in their problem solving. Like that's probably where they see hope in the most tangible way. Or let me rephrase. They see echoes of hope (laughs) in a tangible way. Hmm. Um, So I think actually in men... Like we talk about sanctifying work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think that's the way in which work becomes sanctifying Mm -hmm. is that you're able to look into your work and see progress and, you know, see a problem sort of change before your eyes and dive into that and, and see your life and your soul and your holiness and your faith journey kind of, and God's, God's molding of you, his work in you in in a similar Mm -hmm. way. So you actually get to be a co-creator and see um, kind of God's hope moving your heart. It's this like coming down and being moved back up. Sorry, this is really scattered, but anyways, I'll stay. (laughs) No, I think that's good. I really digressed. You said
0: that, though, just that that's the big problem thinking about yeah, you know, that in relation to hope of just, like, the the classic, like, man things to say of, like... I'm thinking especially of married men, which like, the old ball and chain. Like, no. oh, I'm married, well, now my life sucks. Oh, well, I have kids, well, now I'm just busy, and I have no money, and I have to... It's like, wow, that is really no. just, a, like, kind of the, what we put forward as, yeah, this is how men are, is rather lacking hope. Yep. Of, like... Yep. I am striving for the salvation of my family and those around me. Like my marriage is good, and yep. I will work to keep it good. And I pray for the grace of God to do that. You know, my kids, I will love them with my whole life, and I will. And my hope take is that my efforts
1: it. aren't for nothing. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. My hope is that my family will be with me in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. We got to have the I end. Mean like. It contextualizes everything that we do. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. I, I think just having that ends this is another digression, but going back to uh Aristotle, he talks about he pretty much comes up with everything exists with with an end in mind. Mm-hmm. And that's so and that's why it is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so uh you know like I remember I wrote a paper on that our first year, and I remember walking outside and thinking, this changes everything, because that means every blade of of grass, every tree, every Mm. stone, Mm -hmm. like, there is an end, a purpose, a goal that everything is moving towards, that it it longs to be. And, you know, like, science, in a lot of ways, shows that, and yet at the same time says, but it's just, you know, DNA. It's Mm. just, you know, like... Kind yeah. of, it shows it, it and then defeats it. And, uh,
1: well, not really. I mean, like, <laughs> the, we're able to describe it more, but as you go smaller, somehow it gets more complicated. Yeah. Like, DNA is not simple. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no. I mean, like, sure, we've got descriptors for it now, and we can name, you know, the. Yeah, I don't know all the amino acids or whatever, but it DNA is far from simplified. No,
0: you know, that so. no, that's true. But yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah, but, but anyway, so <laughs> no, no, but anyways, just like yeah, the ends. Why I brought that up? I think I was <laughs> like, we we need to have ends in mind. Like we need to be Absolutely. striving for yeah. something. I think we get very much caught up in the like. I want to be happy right now, so I need to do this but yeah Yeah. whatever but i'd say we're about out of time and uh we are well there we go first episode season two wondering wanders do you have a, a challenge for our listeners a challenge um try and find the places in your life where you lack hope and notice them notice where you assume the worst And you assume, is it with other people and you assume that they're Mm -hmm. not going to help you? Is it with your family or like your, your house, your job? Like, and notice those and try and be hopeful in those because it's not about you. It's about God. Amen. Well, it's about you and God. Amen. (laughs) And that's all I have. All right. Any closing notes?
1: Are you going to say the line?
0: May all of your wonders be blessed.
1: God bless.